Hello and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gauge, your new favorite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host Connor, and the release of BT4 Great Legend is very nearly upon us. And for some of us, that means that our local game stores are running their first ever Digimon pre-release events. So today, I'll be helping you to get ready for your local pre-release event so you can make the most of these awesome, awesome events. Before that, though, we are now just two weeks away from the official release of BT4 Great Legend, and as is becoming a tradition for the Memory Gauge podcast, we will be doing a set release live stream. So on Friday, June 11th, starting at 7pm Central US time, that's 10am on Saturday, June 12th, for all of my fellow Australians, I will be live streaming a booster box opening of a box of Great Legend. And as always, I'll be giving away the contents of one booster pack I open to a lucky viewer chosen at random, and I will also be giving away a set of all six promo pack version 0.0 cards. So make sure you're tuned into twitch.tv slash G. We always have a really great time opening up packs and talking everything Digimon, so make sure to check it out. That's Friday, June 11th, 7pm Central US time. Hope to see you all there. Now on to our main topic. With the upcoming release of the next Digimon set, BT4 Great Legend, many stores are running pre-release events and I could not be more excited. I love attending Magic the Gathering pre-releases, so getting to have the same kind of event for Digimon, this game I love, is just awesome. But many people out there have come to Digimon as their first trading card game, or they might not have attended many events for other card games. And if you're one of those people, you might be wondering, what exactly is a pre-release and how do I participate? Today, I'd like to explain a bit about what a pre-release is, what you need to do to participate in one, and what you can expect on the day. And even if you're familiar with the concept of a pre-release, it is always good to have a refresher before the day. You may hear my cat in the background squawking at birds. Please forgive me. On June 11th, Great Legend will be released, but the week before that, some stores are running a Great Red Legend pre-release. So what gives? When are the cards being released? Well, a pre-release is a special event before the official release of a new set, hence the name, where players are given a chance to play with the new cards a week early. It's a great chance to get an early start on the new format, and it's also a great place to meet like-minded people and play some Digimon. I love pre-release events, there's always a lot of excitement over the new cards, everyone there is passionate about the game, and there's a really great energy on the day. So what can you expect on the day? Now I would like to preface all of this by saying that there has been a bit of confusion, a bit of uncertainty over what exactly the pre-release event is going to look like, and I have no guarantee that every store is going to run their event in the same way. All I can do is give you my explanation based on the way that I know my local game store is planning to run their event. So before attending your pre-release, you may want to talk to your local game store and ask them what the format of the day is going to be. You'll also need to talk to them earlier to sign up because spots are going to be limited. But even if you don't find out what the format is before the day, don't worry. It will be explained to you on the day and your local game store staff should be more than happy to help you out if you do get lost. 
Now, we did do a whole episode on preparing for a tournament, which you should definitely check out if you haven't already, and a lot of the same advice applies here. Make sure to arrive at least five minutes before the start time of the event. Make sure you eat on drink on the day. It's very difficult to think on an empty stomach or when you're thirsty. And make sure to bring with you everything that you're going to need to play. A playmat if you use one, a memory gauge, and some dice. One change is that you won't need to bring your deck because you're going to be building a new deck on the day, but you will need to make sure to bring a full deck's worth of empty sleeves because you're going to want to protect your new cards. If you don't own any spare sleeves, don't worry, you can always pick some up from your LGS on the day and I'm sure they'll appreciate the extra bit of business. Finally, you've arrived at your pre-release event and instead of a regular tournament where you build your deck before arriving from your own personal collection of cars, a pre-release is what we call a sealed format. It's where you build a deck from sealed products. So for Digimon, this means that you're going to be given six booster packs of the new set to open. In total, that means you're going to be getting 72 new cards, and from those 72 new cards, you're going to build a 40-card Digimon deck. Then, once you've built your deck, you're going to play a tournament against everyone else's new 40-card deck. And at the end, you get to keep all of your new cards, and that's my favorite part. There's also going to be cool prizes and promotional cards given out, and often these can be specific to that set's pre-release, so collectors have a very good reason to attend their local pre-release as well. Now, at first, based on that explanation, it might sound like the pre-release format is really luck-based. What happens if I get a bunch of dud rares, and the player next to me opens up six super rares from their six boosters? Well, while there is certainly an element of luck, I find that sealed formats are actually just as skill-based as any other format. Being able to look at a 72-card pile and pick out the 40 cards got, that are going to work the best together as a deck is actually a skill that takes plenty of practice, so don't expect to get the hang of it right away. So now that we know what we can expect from the pre-release event next, I would like to share with you some of my thoughts on how to make the most out of your 72 cards. Now this advice comes from my experience with similar pre-release and sealed events for other card games, as well as from plenty of reading and viewing on the subject. I love to read and watch everything card games and try to learn as much as I can about strategy and stuff, so... I have picked up a bit of information from people a lot smarter than myself. All that said, I haven't had a chance yet to play Digimon in this way, sealed. So, you will need to take all of the following advice with just a grain of salt, because like many people, I don't have any hands-on practice yet. This is all kind of theory. Now, the first thing that you'll want to do once you've opened all of your booster packs is order your cards. And the way that makes the most sense to me is to group your cards by color because this is going to let you easily sort through and decide which of your colors is the strongest. Remember that Digivolution is one of the core mechanics of the game and also the way the game is designed, colors of the same cards of the same color tend to work together. So you're going to want to stick to as few colors as is reasonable. Remember, there are many factors that are going to determine which of the colors you've opened is strongest. After all, you may have opened a chase secret rare in red, but you can't just look at individual cards. You're building a whole deck, and the pieces of the deck should work together like in any other format. So that powerful secret rare might be the only good card you have in red, or you might not have opened enough support pieces to make red a good choice for your deck. You need a way to win the game, but if your game is going to come down to hope you draw your super powerful card and then play it to the field 
for its full cost, you're not going to be winning very many of your games. In addition to looking for individual game winning cards, you should look for which of your colours have the most support. A good base of 3s, 4s and 5s, preferably with effects that are going to support whatever your overall game plan seems to be. And you can kind of get an idea from that by looking at the effects that are present in the colours you want to play. Also keep in mind, the chances are very good that you're not going to have enough of one colour to build one deck. In fact, it's practically a guarantee that you're going to need to mix two or even three colours together. There are six colours in Digimon, and the cards in Great Legend are spread fairly evenly among all six. So this means, statistically, you're only going to have 12 or 13 cards of any one colour. This is purely speculation at this point, but just looking at the numbers, I'm going to guess that most sealed Digimon decks will end up being two or three main colours with one or two support colours. So you'll want to look for synergies, cards that work together across all of the colours that you've opened. You might notice that you have a lot of yellow cards which reduce your opponent's Digimon's DP, and they pair well with a lot of red cards you've opened that delete an opponent's Digimon based on their DP. Or you might notice that all of your black and green cards seem to care about the new Digiburst effect. Keep an eye out also for effects that don't specify a colour, letting you search for all of your cards or power up any of your Digimon, rather than just your cards or your Digimon of a certain colour. So once you've got a broad overview of all of your cards, all of your colours, what you're going to want to do is then put your deck together based on those synergies. You want to put together a deck where all the pieces are working together as best as possible. And so long as you're kind of following that idea, so long as you're remembering that even in this very limited format you are still building a whole cohesive deck, you're going to have a better time than if you just throw together whatever you think the 40 best cards are. Now there is a lot more detail that we could go into with building a sealed deck, but I think that's going to be for a future episode when we've all had a chance to try the format and we can start to get a handle on what building a sealed deck in Digimon really looks like. So for the upcoming pre-release, just remember, look at your card pool as a whole, not just as individual powerful cards, and try to build a deck where as many of those pieces are working together as possible. Try not to spread yourself too far over too many colours because you're going to lack consistency. Remember, ultimately what you're going to want to do is do your best to stick to those fundamentals of Digimon deck building. If you stick to those fundamentals, you're going to have consistency. You're going to find that your games are going to go a lot better than playing against opponents who have huge variation in what their deck actually does. Remember that Digimon matches are best two out of three, so if your deck is consistent... Generally speaking, you're going to come out ahead of decks that have a lot of variation. Now, I hope that this has been helpful as a bit of an overview of what to expect at a pre-release event, and that our advice has been helpful for those of you who were feeling overwhelmed by the whole idea and had no clue where to start. Remember, split your cards up by colour, have a look, see which effects on which colours seem to be working together, and then build from there, sticking to those fundamentals, more level 3s than level 6s, etc. But ultimately, remember that these events should be fun. Don't take it too seriously and just enjoy playing with the new cards and meeting new people who love this game as much as you do. And with that, you've heard enough from me, and I would like to hear from you. Our listener question of the week is, should the Digimon sealed format let you Digivolve from any color Digimon? 
Now, this is an idea that I've heard suggested a lot, and it has a lot of pros and cons, so I would love to hear your thoughts on the matter. Please tweet your answers at me or comment on the listener question post over in our Facebook group. If you have any questions, feedback, comments, or concerns, tweet at me at ConnorEFMG or email me at memorygagepodcast at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, Memory Gauge Podcast. I am always happy to hear from you, listeners. New episodes come out each week, so be sure to follow the Memory Gauge Podcast on your podcast service of choice to stay up to date. Don't forget, tune into twitch.tv slash ConnorEFMG on June 11th, 7pm Central, for our Booster Box opening and giveaways. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Memory Gauge, logging out. Logging out.